Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Oh my goodness. Welcome to episode number one of Tuning In. I am so excited to be here today. This has been such a project in the making and I'm finally able to share it with you guys. I'm so, so grateful to be here and to be able to share some extra information, some, you know, deeper dived content with you guys. And I am just so excited to start this podcasting journey with all of you. So let's get into today's episode. This is going to be the kickoff episode where I talk all about my personal wellness story and really how it changed my life forever. Now, I'm going to start right from the beginning and it's a lot of information and I've never really gone this deep before on social media or with clients or just in the public. This is information that really only my family and friends know about me and I really want to share as much detail as I can without getting too boring, right? I don't want it to be boring for you guys, but I want you to be able to see yourself in my experience if possible. I went through a lot and uh, throughout my wellness journey, I discovered a lot about myself, but also how I can help others. So I hope that my personal experience can inspire or empower you in some way. All right, let's dive in. Right from the beginning of my childhood, I had a pretty sensitive stomach growing up. So I found out pretty early on that dairy just did not sit well with me, you know, more so cream and ice cream and things like that. But I just remember that that being the earliest moment where I started to hear certain messages that my body was sending me. And it was a little bit different from other people I knew, other people in my family, and it was just, you know, the the beginning planting seeds of, oh, okay, this doesn't really work for me. Okay. Um, did it stop me from consuming it? Absolutely not. <laughs> not a child who wants to eat ice cream. Uh, I definitely kept eating it. But I knew that I just wouldn't feel good afterwards. So that was a decision that I had made. Fast forward a little bit to my first real job. And this was working in a camp kitchen that was down the street from where I lived. And it was hard work. I'm telling you, like for a 13, 14 year old, we prepared all the snacks, all the meals for the entire camp. And this is when I just started to question the food system a little bit because I saw it in a completely different light that I've ever seen before or that I've ever understood, right? You are cooking large amounts of food that are coming in packaged and it just got me, the, like the light bulbs in my brain were like, hmm, I don't know if this is what I want to be eating. 
let's just say that that summer I became vegetarian. <laughs> um, and I was quite young to make that decision, right? I was 13 or 14. And being that young and becoming vegetarian, deciding to cut out a basically a food group from your from your diet is a big decision and um, I definitely was not doing it properly I quickly became undernourished I remember having really low energy and that kind of thing so I decided to keep fish in my diet and eggs as well but that still didn't really stop me from not eating properly. I was eating a lot of carbohydrates, craving sugars all the time, and I was not prioritizing good quality proteins or enough vegetables at the time as well. This was also the time in my life where I started to develop a very complicated relationship with food. And this was one that I've never had before. So growing up, I I was pretty athletic. I liked to play sports. I was strong. I never even thought twice about what my body looked like or like I just knew that it was capable of doing what it needed to do. And thinking back, I'm not even really sure what the main trigger was, but something propelled me into starting to count my calories and focusing on low fat foods and, you know, going back and forth from not eating at all or all of a sudden, you know, eating all the things. And it was just kind of all over the place. And there was a lot of change going on in my household in my teenage years. I had a very difficult father daughter relationship and, um, I feel like it had a lot to do with that and trying to find my place and my control and what I had control over and what I didn't have control over. It was kind of the beginning of some major yo-yo dieting and obsession with not just my food, but health in general and what is health and what does that look like? And I started turning to magazines and the media and celebrities to kind of guide me and tell me what is health. What does that look like? And if you want to look like this, <clears throat> what do you have to do to get there? After high school, I graduated a little bit early from high school, about a semester early, fast-tracked it, wanted to get out of there. And I decided to become a nanny in England for a few months. And this was a really eye-opening experience for me because I was 18, living in England where the drinking age was 18. So I lived it up. I went to pubs. I drank a lot. I was eating things that like I normally wouldn't be eating. And I ended up gaining 20 pounds over the course of three months. And I'd never done anything like that before in my life. I was away from home and I felt awful, tired, bloated. I was having major breakouts, all of that kind of stuff. And it was not fun. It was not fun. So when I came home, it was Christmas time and I started to feel a little bit better because I was back into my regular routine. I was home and I was less stressed out and, and stuff like that. Um, but I, I wasn't doing anything at that point. So I was waiting to go to university. I had applied and I was going to be starting the following fall. So I was just working. I was working three jobs, I remember, and I was going out a lot. I was drinking. I was not sleeping very well. I had some poor eating habits and um, I was even smoking at that time as well. So um, yeah, news, <laughs> news about me. I used to smoke cigarettes. Um, and it was just a really, really toxic lifestyle at that age, as you do. Not everyone, but it's that time of discovery um, 
for yourself around those early 20 years. And I lost that weight. And so I thought I was like doing everything good, but I really wasn't feeling good in my body. The following fall, I started university and this lifestyle just continued, but now I was stressed with school on top of everything. I was working, I was going to school, I was living at home at the time in my first year of university and this lifestyle just started to catch up with me and I started to have some major digestive issues, um, some big breakouts on my face, which was sort of new for me and it was just really, really awful. And, uh, I had, I had a breakup and it was not a good time for me. In my second year of university, I decided to leave and go do a semester abroad in Paris, which was one of the best things I could have done for myself at the time. I absolutely loved it. However, my disordered eating followed me there, right? I wasn't able to escape that. I was doing cabbage soup cleanses. I was avoiding dairy, which was good, but I was also still not eating meat again. And I was binging anything I wanted on the weekends. And I just felt bloated, uncomfortable, and just really inflamed there for most of the time. And it, it wasn't my peak health, let's just say that. And then when I returned home after about five months, I jumped right into a co-op placement through school as well. And this was for a company in Toronto, a Toronto-based company, but I was located in Oakville for um, restaurant management. And I was part of the opening team for their location in Waterloo as well. And let me just say, holy stress. <laughs> this was stress like I had never experienced before. These were long days and nights, not eating till late, like on my feet for like 14 hours a day, eating restaurant food every single day for all of my meals, um, which was great, but also not the healthiest, right? And in order for me to find an outlet that I thought was de-stressing, I turned to fitness. So I tried to manage weight gain and all of the things that were happening from this increased level of stress with working out all the time, which was awful um, because I had to prioritize like seven days a week, sometimes two times a day, I would be at the gym for hours. I was hungry all the time. I was eating meal replacements as well, sometimes trying to avoid, you know, the, the restaurant food or I was eating garbage food and I was just craving sugar and carbs. And at the time I was really jacked. <laughs> like I, wanted, I had a lot of muscle on me, but I was also just like swollen. I just felt awful. And then all of this sort of yo-yo dieting, this excessive exercising and these extreme, this extreme lifestyle that I had created with the high stress and everything was just putting my body through hell. All of the stress from work, all the crap food, the inflammation, it just never ended. And then my body just finally had enough and basically just said, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I can't do it anymore. Figure it out for yourself. So I knew that I needed to make some lifestyle changes and I didn't really know where to start, but 
at the gym that I was going to, you know, they had some yoga classes and I was like, Hey, maybe I can move my body, but in a calmer way, that's going to be a little bit more relaxing because I'm sore all the time. And I kind of want to just relax a little bit. So I incorporated more yoga into my life. And then eventually I decided to join a hot yoga studio, but my obsession with exercise and health and everything just followed me again. So I became quickly obsessed with hot yoga. And I mean, it was good for me because it started to help me learn how to better manage my stress. And it was a really healthy outlet to tap into my breathing and start to learn more about my body. So yoga was really, really great. And this was the first glimpse into listening to what my body actually wanted, as opposed to pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it until it just kind of gave up. Through yoga, I also found that my my eating habits changed slightly. Because I was tuning into my body a little bit better, I realized that I didn't want to be binging before I went to do a yoga class. I wanted to feel light in my body. I wanted to feel good and nourished, but not overfed. <laughs> and so I decided that uh, I was going to focus on whole foods and it really did make a big difference. And the, the tiny little disordered eating voice was slowly starting to go away as I began to learn to love my body through, through my yoga practice. Then I traveled to Thailand for three weeks and I got really, really sick whether it was a parasite or some sort of infection, I'm not quite sure what it ended up being, but for months on end, I had pain and bloating and constipation, diarrhea, brain fog, fatigue. We're getting deep here. This was my first experience of feeling like there was nothing that I could do. This lasted for so long after I had returned from Thailand and I went to see my doctors and they did tests for parasites and it came back negative. They said, you know, you just have to wait it out. And so that's basically what I did. <laughs> I just tried to eat healthy as best as I could, even though like nothing was nothing was working or nothing was staying in my stomach. So it was it was pretty bad, but I went on living my life. It slowly started to get a little bit better. And, um, but I never went back to feeling a hundred percent ever again. It was just not there. Then once I started to feel good enough, the fitness came back into my life again. So I don't know what happened, but I decided, okay, I like yoga, but I'm reading all this stuff about gaining muscle and fat loss and all of these things. And I, what I should be doing is high intensity fitness again. So a little bit different. I was doing HIIT training, Tabata training, um, and I decided let's start counting macros instead of just calories because, you know, calories in don't equal calories out, etc. I need to be focusing on exactly the amount of protein, exactly the amount of carbs and fats that are going into my body and all of this stuff. So I started to get obsessed again. And I will say that on the outside, it looked like I had my stuff together. I thought I had figured it out. I decided to start eating meat again to make sure that I was getting more protein and I was feeling really good and energized with the reintroduction of, of meat. Um, however, 
I still had the digestive discomfort and I was tired, even though I was, you know, doing all of this exercise and I looked like a fitness instructor, basically, like I had crazy muscles and abs and I looked like I had my stuff together. I really did. But I wasn't, I did not feel good on the inside. And I was like, what is it? Why can't I get this right? Like, what is going on? Why do I feel so crappy on the inside, but I look good on the outside? How do I, is this just how I'm going to be living for the rest of my life? Like I did not understand. Eventually my digestive issues caught up with me again and it was the worst that it had ever been. Probably worse than when I got back from Thailand. And I remember feeling so uncomfortable and so weak and so drained. I couldn't eat anything. Nothing was sitting well with me. Um, I decided that I had to go to the emergency. And I remember sitting there and the doctor telling me that I had IBS and that I would just have to manage it with food and medication. And I was like, are you kidding me? How could I manage that with food when everything I eat is going straight through me, right? I thought I was eating really healthy. I was counting my macros. I was working out. None of this made sense to me. I felt so defeated until I decided, okay, I need a second opinion. I need to see somebody else. I decided to go to a naturopath that I found online who she is very well known for fertility. And I was like, you know what? Eventually I'm going to want kids. So let's go check her out, see what she has to say. I want to be in the best health possible for when that happens. So maybe she'll have some things to help me out with. Immediately she was like, let's do a food intolerant test with you. And we'll run some blood work and we'll just kind of see what's going on. Wow. Let's just say I was in for a big shock. I found out that I'm intolerant to gluten, dairy I kind of knew, but also cane sugar and all types of basically refined sugars. And this made so much sense to me because I was eating those foods on a regular basis. So I decided to cut them out for about six months and I took it extremely seriously and I had never felt better. Honestly, I was 1000% better almost immediately just by cutting out those foods and not doing anything else. My gut issues calmed down. I was able to get back to my regular way of living a little bit. Uh, I was still feeling a little bit tired, but overall I was able to eat food again and I was so happy and it wasn't going straight through me. And it was just, I. For the first time, I felt like, wow, there's hope. I can actually do this. This is so great. And then I got my blood test results back um, and we found out that I had low thyroid function and my adrenals were completely shot. So all in all, this is why I was so exhausted. My body had literally just given up and said, okay, I can't do this anymore. We're just going to shut off. And so nothing was functioning properly. And this is why I was, you know, losing and gaining and losing and gaining and had really low energy so much so that I was taking naps in the afternoon in my car when I was working. And it was just really, really awful. So I was put on a protocol and 
within, I would say it took me probably a full year to start feeling more than 100%, better than I had ever felt in my life. And this really jump-started my wellness journey into now what can I do for others? Because this was a huge eye-opener for me in the fact that we can heal our bodies in alternative ways. There are other options to look into and there's other things available to us. So this prompted me to go back to school and become a holistic nutritionist so that I could help other people navigate their health in a way that could help them skip all of these unnecessary steps that that I had to take to get to where I am. So through all of this, I learned even more actually than what I did with just working with my naturopath, which was amazing, but I started to learn more about tuning into my mind and my spiritual connection became very deep. And I learned a lot about energy healing and chakra work and connecting to something that's even greater than myself. So it was a big decision to go back to school after having been through five years of university And it's the best thing that I ever could have done. And I would have never done it if I hadn't gone through my own health issues as well. So I'm so, so grateful for everything that I went through. And then I would say that because of this journey, I decided to follow my passion and then start my own business. And now I get to help other women every single day discover their true selves and my own journey hasn't ended. It's just different and it's ever evolving. I mean, I will say I was knocked over again (laughs) and had to rediscover myself all over again with my wellness uh, after I got pregnant. Uh, But that's a different story for another episode. Um, So for now, what I want to leave you with is this. I went through a lot to get to where I am now. I have healed my relationship with food. I have developed a connection with myself that is strong and super clear. And I'm really grateful for it all. And could it have been worse? One million percent, right? People have it way worse than me every single day. But what I experienced led me to a completely different life that I never thought that I would I would have And I'm so happy that I get to be here and now share my experience and support other women who are also feeling stuck with their health and not knowing where to start. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope my personal story provided you with some sort of takeaway, whether that is hope or insight or inspiration or maybe just some extra information that you didn't know before. But um, I am so grateful for you. And please help me out by liking, subscribing, sharing, leaving a review on the podcast. I truly, truly appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to love yourself today and have a beautiful day.